Aha, oh, there he is, the great man. The great man himself. I can't hear you. Oh, there we I'm go. I'm on mute, oh. but I don't think we can point fingers about technical difficulties tonight. No, we can't, and we won't. And uh, let us never speak of it again. Absolutely, 100%. How are you, mate? Speak of what? Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I think, I think we're waiting on one more. We are waiting on one more. Uh, Zach is on his way, um, as I understand it. So <clears throat> he's got that information as well. Um, but it is bloody good to see you, sir. Are you keeping Fantastic. well? Fantastic. Uh, I'm keeping busy is how I'm keeping. I'll be keeping well in about two weeks' time. I can imagine you're keeping busy because um, it is absolutely hectic given you are in the thick of it with PAX Online at the moment. Gee whiz. We we truly, truly are. we got about uh, just under four days until we kick everything off. Far out, mate. And um, we are looking <clears throat> forward to it. Coming together beautifully, though? Uh, yeah. I, I'd be a lot more confident either last week or next week. Uh, <laughs> you, you caught me kind of right in the middle of it. Um, now we got we got a massive, massive nine day show planned for everyone. Um, Hello there. Hello there. Hey. How are you, mate? How goes it? it very, very good, thank you, and um, a pleasure to meet <laughs> you officially. Oh yeah, pleasure to meet you too. Um, sorry, Luke. Like we're old friends already. <laughs> it's, uh, dealing it's with brilliant. technical issues together. Oh my god! Look, half the time, um, I'll, I'll have you guys know that uh, our wonderful viewers and community are so used to it because half the time, our uh, cheeky little goal weekly show on a Wednesday night becomes a tech tech stream, so <clears throat> uh, a tech issue stream <laughs> that they help us through. But um, yeah, uh, sorry, Luke. You were saying you're in the middle of uh, you're in the middle of a sentence. Uh, yeah, just in the middle of, well, not just a sentence, in the middle of planning a show. Um, but uh, as I was saying, we've got nine days full of panels, tournaments, free play, tabletop stuff. We're putting the, fine, the finishing touches on everything now. Uh, we're, we're really excited to start opening stuff up in not enough days until we do that. Um, this weekend, everyone will be able to sink their teeth into it. Oh, gee whiz. Uh, well, look, we'll talk more about that in a moment, but people watching right now and, of course, listening to this on the podcast, it is my genuine pleasure uh, to introduce to you, Zach. Now, forgive me, is it na- Naum? Is it Noom? It's, it's, it's Naum. It's it's totally fine. Naum na- like a horse and then um, like... Na- um, Naum. Okay, Zach Naum. It's always a pleasure to see someone tackle it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, a, a good old friend of ours on the Goa Weekly Show, uh, Luke Lancaster, as well. Guys, a pleasure having you on tonight, and I, I can't thank you enough. Um, particularly given there's so much going on around you both at the moment for giving us your time, so we very much appreciate it on the Goa Weekly. But we'll we'll dive right in. Um, I speak giant is where you guys are from. And Luke, the last time that uh, that you and I caught up, of course, was to talk about the transition from PAX being a physical place we're all going to go and see and feel and touch and visit to it becoming online. Um, and uh, and we mentioned briefly I Speak Giant on the show that night. But uh, guys, let's dive in. This is for, for D&D Celebration 2020, which is so bloody exciting to stare down the barrel of. It's September 18 to 20. And you guys have a fantastic part in it as well, which we'll get to in just minutes. But can you take us back to I Speak Giant, uh, what it is, where it came from, and what it does these days? 
where it came from. That is an interesting question. Well, Ice Creek Giant is, so it's uh, on the DM for it. It's a weekly uh, Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, we put it out every Tuesday. Luke's part of it. He's one of the players. Uh, we've also got uh, Felicia McIntyre. Um, Joel Rennie is is a part. Has been a long longstanding member, and just most recently, uh, Alyssa Grant. Uh, it is a lovely time. I mean, I have a lot of fun making it. Where it came from was it was literally just like it was just a ragtag array of people in my life that I slowly dragged into being <laughs> <in> my game. <laughs> I was like, I have stories to tell, and they're like, all right. I let's still feel like I tricked into joining, and I can't remember how exactly. <laughs> slow process but we got you you rolled a die Uh, and the rest was history mate i think you rolled a 20 or something (laughs) at the time and all of a sudden you found yourself as part of the team i was probably drunk (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh bloody marvelous 30 to 50 times so how long Um, how long have you guys been playing dungeons and dragons uh, together actually back even further than that how did you guys meet each other how do you know each other uh, I, <laughs> Zach, I think, was like the last holdout of everyone. I knew everyone else on the show at the time except for Zach. Yeah. And I think yeah. I met him the first time we actually played D&D together, which was... Yes. Which, bold. yeah, it was <laughs> just a way to do it, to way yeah. to get to know someone. You really, you know, you don't know someone really until you've you've seen them when they're either very sick or while well, you're playing D&D. <laughs> What's that all the dad? It's like if someone's very sick or if you're... Very drunk, yeah, you I get guess. the measure of a man when he just can't roll. <laughs> yep, 100%. And uh, actually, I mean, if you're going to throw in when you're very drunk as well, quite often um, when you're playing Dungeons & Dragons, you, if it's with a good group of mates, you're generally quite drunk. So uh, what a wonderful way to get to know someone. Absolutely. I, I think it's a, it's, it's a great way to... I think I think Dungeons & Dragons is just a, a way to generate those dumb and fun moments you have with your friends in a group where you're all hanging out together. Like it's, it's just a thing to pass the time where you just generate all these hilarious stories and, and good moments that you can like call back to. Yeah. I think that it's for. Well, it's the callbacks, right? Like you come up with a whole second shared history of friendship Mm. that becomes a whole series of inside jokes. And I think it's really cool that we get to share those with people. Like that's, that's what the show is essentially. Just people yeah. who find that dumb shit entertaining for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's actually the the incredible part about doing things live, like we did packs or or, or doing things with uh, like doing the the D and D live thing is seeing it's really bizarre seeing uh, people's live reactions to stuff because while we will laugh at each other's jokes, sometimes there'll be something that we do is funny and we won't really notice it is until yeah. we see people in chat or or like a live audience being like ah that's good like <laughs> do you guys find um because we've got a we've got a dnd show on goa a role for damage guys are great they're every friday night and and it's it's a lot of fun to watch but they're very good at not breaking the fourth wall uh, do you how do you guys find balancing you know sort of staying <laughs> in character if you manage to as well if you manage to at all like staying in character or staying in the game that you're, you're currently in or the campaign and then seeing something in, in chat that makes you go, okay, time to grab the hammer uh, and break through that fourth <laughs> wall and acknowledge the fact that there are people there watching you. 
Look, I, th- I think we have a tenuous relationship with the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, one of our players, especially Joel, will constantly refer to mechanics in character that he <laughs> has made into his shtick, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. His, it's his vibe. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think actually uh, our group is is kind of really good at at uh, playing out a whole scene in character and making jokes and being funny characters as well as making jokes out, outside of character. Mm. But um, yeah, having having an audience there, it uh, it definitely changes that dynamic. <laughs> now, um, longest campaign you guys have been a part of? Because I I have uh, spoken with a lot of Dungeons and Dragons players over the years, and I think the longest one that I've heard of a person that I've actually you know had a chance to meet face to face went something like two two years. Um, they just they just kept going and going. I think it had something to do with the 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 end game. Everybody became gods, and the person they were fighting against was a god. I don't know. It was crazy. So it just kept on going. What's the longest Dungeons and Dragons campaign that you guys have put together? Well, uh, this one is is three years long at what? this point. Like just three just, years. Are we? Are we? We're, I'm pretty sure we're, we're past three. Yeah. Month? I mean, you started it. You should know this. Um, <laughs> Probably not. Maybe we're at maybe we're at two and a half. I can't. Remember. I thought we it's... were past that third year recently jesus but yeah that's so it's 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 yeah. been a bit of a like a ship of theseus so we had some players that we've swapped out over time me and joel are the only uh members who were at there from episode one but you know uh fell joined episode like 14 or 15 luke joined episode 50 and we're now at episode 100 and something Seven something, <laughs> <I think. laughs> so it's, weekly is it's, a lot. Is, yeah. is weekly is a lot. It really adds up quick. <laughs> so, so okay, because three years is a long time. Like that's that's long enough to do things IRL, like um, get new jobs, be hired and fired, have kids, like get married, learn like French, learn French. Which, by the sounds of things, have you learned French? Like, is that something no. that is no? Okay. <laughs> Learn French. I'm just saying I could have learned French instead of you being on this podcast. There that, you was, go. that was the choice right. I had to make. Right. Um, so learn the merd. Uh, so what have, over that time, having gotten to know each other, what are some of the things that have happened in your lives uh, while you've been playing out this this Dungeons and Dragons campaign? I mean, a, a lot, a lot. I, I've changed jobs three times, I think. Uh, part of that was working. I worked with Luke working at PAX. Uh, yeah, Zach worked <laughs> yeah. on the PAX team last year for the show. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's it's a it, it. You go through like there there's some part of D and D that is, and and they've, I've done studies. They've done studies on this, which is like the way people talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons stories, those shared experiences. Mm. Is that it's both we we recount them to each other in the same way and they also save the same pu- they serve the same purpose socially as uh they found that like it's it's very similar to how like soldiers will tell stories of being in combat uh we will and and they use it we use it to bond with each other um and i think part of that is having this like parallel history which is like all made up and fictional yeah uh kind of binds you together and then there's all this other stuff the real life stuff that you also help each other through and yeah like i've changed jobs three times uh various like uh luke's done what like two packs now while while he's been uh, a part of it which is a 
three. I think, I don't know, you lose count. I think, I, <laughs> I've got to say it's been three because I reckon, because uh, we've been doing this Yeah, 17, pod- 18, 19. Yeah, we've been doing this podcast for four years and I'm I'm fairly sure in year two we had you on to talk about PAX for the first time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wrote a couple of comics, traveled a whole bunch. Like, yeah. life just keeps happening that's sort of what it does yeah unbelievable you guys now um just to get a bit melancholic for a second (laughs) (laughs) and like it's interesting because like oh when you when you're placing out this long your characters like it's really interesting thinking about how like Vinny, like uh luke's character started the campaign and where he is now is like he is also a different person and when you have all like this huge amount of time to work with a character over time, they, they do become different and change and grow. Um, I think that's a really cool part of having these long campaigns as well. Being a long campaign, how attached do you get to your characters emotionally? And do, do, the, do the lines between uh, who you are as a person and the character themselves blur a little bit? Do you start to see a little bit of you played out in your character? I'm I'm trying to remember how many times Zach has killed Vinny. I think we're up to three. <laughs> um, he just won't stay dead. Oh, it doesn't stay down. <laughs> uh, I I think anyone who even marginally knows any of us and has listened to a single episode of this show knows that we are all playing some extension of ourselves when mm. it comes to characters. But um, for me, it's always been it's always been a pro wrestling thing, and I bring way too much back to pro wrestling. Um, but the, the old kind of adage is that the best wrestling characters, you take an element of your personality and you just turn it up to a surreal extreme. You, you crank it all the way to 11 and you play that to the hilt. Like, uh, like, like Dwayne, the rock Johnson, for example, like this. For sure. <laughs> always got it on hand and ready to go, mate. There's, there's never That's good. A, yeah, you need yeah, it. God yeah. damn, I set you up for that. Yeah, you <laughs> seriously did. So thank you very much. But um, yeah, no, I know. Sorry, continue. I know what you mean, but um, continue. But like the the rock's a perfect example. Like when you just take someone who is that completely ego driven, fast talking wise ass. Like that was the character he played, and some element of that is Dwayne Johnson. But mm. like that's also the rock. And that's how you get a really good D&D character. And that's how you get a really good D&D character when you're trying to make an entertainment product as well. You find an element of yourself you can tap into and you just take it to the extreme. And I think all of our characters have done that. Yeah. None more so than Joel. (laughs) He plays plays himself so much to the degree that when we got artwork made of all of us, uh, he just used himself as a reference image. Yeah, brilliant. Bloody fantastic. <laughs> he was like, just do this. Do you um do you guys find cause I I reckon uh I reckon you can run the danger of particularly in, in, in early days of learning Dungeons and Dragons, um, of finding a group of people that are so similar that the game can actually be quite boring because it's the same character against the same character. Now it like have you guys uh as you've learned the game over the years, has has that evolved? Do you know what it takes to balance out a really good game of Dungeons and Dragons now? Can you can you instantly pick a group of newbies playing the game versus a group of very experienced campaigners? I think I think in terms in terms of just uh, on the terms of like party balance and how that works out and like yeah, if everyone's the same, it can be kind of like like 
if everyone's on the same page, there's no challenge or there's no, there's no, in, that interesting little, uh, the, the rub, you know? Mm. Um, and I think our, our team and this kind our, our party, and this comes from a lot of trust between us is that, you know, like, like Vinny is not a, a good guy. Like he is, he is oh. a hero in some respects. And, you know, he's been with the party while I've done heroic things, but he is a little bit is a little bit or a lot of bit a villain. Like, uh, I mean, he's, um, he's he's Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great like he's, reference. He's, Brilliant. No, no, no. Legitimately, <laughs> he is. I'm not exaggerating. He's, he's a warlock, but he's a gangster, right? So instead of having yeah. a magical patron, his patron is like a mob boss who also happens to have magical powers. Oh, and love is, it. yeah, the devil. Yeah. A devil. But like, but... he's 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 a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we play those things out like straight up, like honest to our characters, and and that creates friction, that creates tension, and that can be, I think, I think that's where a lot of the times where you see uh, things going south with new players joining the table is that they want to be that villainous character, but they, you got to keep in mind that it's you're part of the team, mm. and whatever you're doing is also you're trying to keep the narrative moving forward. And I think that's where new players, you can tell where they're like, there's that guy who wants to be the cool ranger, you know, Aragorn smoking in the corner. And but I, it's like, Aragorn joined the fuck party. Like, like, <laughs> like, I'm absolutely the asshole who joined your game midway through and decided to play uh, a evil character. <laughs> now, uh, guys, let's dive into um, Dungeons and Dragons Live or d d Live. Uh, Celebration 2020 um, allows anyone to take part in the event from their home, gather your party, go online, join us for a weekend of play, panels and celebrations. You guys in particular, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, will be at 7.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time on Saturday night, September 19, uh, rolling out a D&D live game as I Speak Giant. Is that correct? I believe so. I believe. I believe so. It's a couple of weeks away. <laughs> it's, probably double check. It's, <laughs> it's, <yeah. laughs> I mean, he just read that all off a sheet, so I'm assuming it's Yeah, I'm assuming yeah, the yeah, sheet's yeah. right. <laughs> the sheet's got to be correct, right? Um, tell us It'd about. Be ridiculous if it wasn't correct. Yeah, tell us about um, <laughs> D&D Celebration. I mean, it, it sounds like it does what it says on the box, but, but what are we in for? What are we in for? How, I'm not sure how much I can nest, like... We, I got a lovely uh, that I got. So it's it's all about Icewind Dale is going to be a large part of it. The the new uh, campaign book and setting book that they've released, uh, which very kindly we've received like a forward copy of, uh, so that I can make a little one shot uh, out of out of the setting. And I've kind of I've kind of taken a certain amount of liberties with like how you know it's it's not going to be a piece of the campaign. It's going to be. Uh, my own little idea for one shot, but placed within the world of of uh, Frostwind, mm. which is just the the coolest. Uh, sorry, Icewind Dale, uh, which is just the coolest uh, setting. I'm not, again, I'm not sure how much I can talk about it, but like uh, the like the the frozen tundra and the 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 world they've built into what is a horrible place to live <laughs> in general and the really yeah. interesting like like little uh under undercurrents of, of plot that they've put in there is really as, cool as a concept though i think D celebration is so cool like it brings together groups from all over australia all around the world um obviously around icewind dale as zach just said but 
it is, as you said, like it's on the tin. It is a celebration of people who love D and D. And I think this time out, it's very, it's very focused around, I want to say a few of the smaller groups as opposed to the, the huge, huge, huge names in live D and D shows, which is really cool. Cause it's, it's a chance for us all just to share the game. We really like with people. Um, and I'm, I'm really, really excited for our game as well. Um, something we've had the habit of doing recently is when we do one shots, as I speak giant, like standalone adventures, we've taken to just picking a movie and ripping it off. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we've got, we've got a game coming up uh, during PAX online, which I'm sure we can plug a bit later on. I think yep. it's the Tuesday of PAX online, uh, yeah, so. but that is just a whole potted adventure based on a mode of mass transportation that can't drop below a certain speed. Speed or else it explodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's super like, so it's it just getting, really? it's the best way that I've realized to do uh, a one shot because one shots, you're coming in, you're seeing characters that you don't necessarily like, like, like if, if we're, if we're, we're, we're on D and D live, we're going through the D and D Twitch channel, which is like super good and awesome that they allow us. Yeah. Like you were saying, like smaller channels to, to really get out there which is lovely. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, they're coming, like you're getting viewers that don't necessarily know your shtick. So you immediately are like, this is basically speed or this is basically this other movie. And, but we're D and D like we're putting it through a fantasy lens and we're all, and so we're all on the same page, like from, from the get go. Yeah. I think that that's kind of the difference, right? Like our weekly show is a TV show, right? It's serial. It's mm. an ongoing plot told over a long period of time, but for something like this, it's in and out. It's a movie. Yep. And yeah. I think it's really cool having that direct approach because there's when you're when you're on something that you know is a show as well, like you're really conscious about how quickly it moves, the pace, like being funny, being entertaining. You're not you're playing D and D, but you're not really like playing D and D. You're not moving dudes around on a map. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that we do really well. Like we we're more concerned about the bit than the game. Yeah, your performance. Um, yeah. Like we, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, is it when you say, uh, you know, that the one shot is a movie, are we talking Hollywood masterpiece or are we talking midday matinee on a Sunday afternoon? <laughs> it's, uh, it's somewhere, but it's like, <laughs> I, I always, I'm thinking of like, Claire Nine from Outer Space, like <laughs> the worst schlocky B-movie bullshit you can come up with. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. The, right. The kind of movies we go for is, yeah, either stars Keanu Reeves or like or The Rock or you know that kind of that kind of vibe where yeah. you're like you, you're down to watch it and you're down to not think a huge amount. Yeah, love. Yeah, it. like if you need more than the title to know what the movie's about, it's not for us. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody brilliant! Speed tells you everything you need to know. Exactly. Yep. They're just going to see something's going to be going fast for a very long time. Um, I just quickly mm-hmm. have to ask Luke: Is that are you drinking port? Uh no, I am drinking a Lafroig. What's a Lafroig? Lafroig is a Scotch whiskey. It is really peaty and smoky. It's it's an intense flavor profile. Right. Okay. Because the the shape of the glass intrigues me. It is a very wanky nosy glass. Yes, it is. <laughs> so can... How does it smell? How, okay how, with my choices. How are the tannins? Are they good? Uh, <laughs> not mellow. Not mellow at all. Very acidic. Oh, gee whiz. Um, This is bloody good fun, you guys. Now, just really quickly, uh, you did mention um, PAX. Um, If we can just speak about PAX for a moment, because as you mentioned, I Speak Giant 
um, will be presenting at PAX as well. Um, but PAX, of course, this year has moved from IRL, walking through the big doors and seeing all the shiny stuff in front of you and touching it and squeezing all that sort of stuff to online, um, which mm-hmm. I have to say is um, just an incredible achievement. The amount of cogs that must have to come together to get that machine moving, considering that um, Game on Oz has got a couple of PAX panels involved in in uh, in it as well. Um is just extraordinary. Can you tell us just briefly, one, how PAX Online is coming along because it kicks off from next week, uh, and two, mm-hmm. um, you know, looking forward to seeing I Speak Giant uh, on the PAX panel. Uh, yeah, well, um, as you said, you've taken part, so you've seen what it's been like on that side, and any PAX, no matter where it happens, how it happens, lives or dies by the community that supports it. Um, and... I don't think we would have been able to make this pivot without the overwhelming support of everyone who still contributed. Uh, nine days is a long, a long time. <laughs> it's a lot of content. Um, which is a phrase I've said a lot. It is a lot of content. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the team has pivoted. We've done stuff we've never had to do before. It's not our skill set to do big online events like this. Uh, but we understood that PAX means a lot to the community. We understood that we still wanted to do something to keep our fans engaged. We still wanted to give people a platform that is PAX because we know it draws a lot of people in to discover new games and hang out and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I think everyone working together to deliver that has been has been really humbling because it's not just the Oz team, it's the US team, it's the EGX team in the UK. Uh, we've had to learn um, how to produce streams. We've had to learn best practices for getting people who potentially never streamed before to put panels together. Uh, We've had to build an expo website from the ground up. Um, We've had to film nine days of content. So a lot of work has gone into it. It's completely new. So we hope people are kind, Um, but more than anything, we just hope that 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 sense of community isn't lost and people still engage with the show for for nine days like we we still want people to get those those feel goods that they get from going to packs well i think um, um sorry just quickly just on that that sense of community and that feel i think one of the things that you've you've from the outset gotten so right is how you guys have lent on the community to provide that content and given them a platform to talk about their own communities and their grassroots executions and their content and themselves as gamers or pop culture enthusiasts and stuff like that. So um, far out. Like if, if, if the tweets that I'm seeing through my Twitter feed from a lot of people around ANZ in particular um, in this industry or anything to go by, I think you guys have set yourself up for an absolute belter. We're, we're really hoping so. We are. And, you know, let's hope our mistakes are small and our successes are very public. Uh, now I speak giant just quickly. Do you want to plug I speak giant for PAX as well? Yeah. So, I mean, we've already kind of let the, we've, we've mentioned it before, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be our crew. We're going to be, uh, doing essentially a fantasy version of speed on a, on a magical train with a bomb going off my, I will spoil this part about it. My favorite, absolute favorite bit in the whole thing, which happened right, like basically right at the start. Was I had this villain prepared that was going to be like you know the, the guy the the villain from Speed, and right at the beginning I had this like introduction with him where I came in, and Vinny Lee's character was just like, 
sorry, who are you? <laughs> like, I had wanted to imply all this backstory that they had. Like, yeah, we knew where, you know, we've had this yeah. kind of contentious back and forth. And Luke's just like, I don't know you. I don't, we don't. It was not know. a yes and, it was a no but. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Which brilliant. just led to, like, uh, his impotent rage becoming all the funnier. I love it. Can't wait, guys. It's going to be brilliant. Um, Just quickly, uh, two things, and I, I have to ask this, even though I, I, I fairly well probably already know the answer. Um, Much in the way of next-gen console information coming at you all? You can't wait three days? No. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> all right, that's my answer. That'll do. Uh, and um, I'll tell you what I, I really can't wait for is my PAX jacket. I I, uh, I got one of the... Same. Yes, I got one of the Varsity jackets, and oh, my God, it's my first ever bit of PAX merch, and I am hanging out for it. I cannot wait. I, I noticed the pins sold out really quickly and everything as well. So, yeah, loving it. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, they, the US team did such a good job on the merch this year. I, I love those Varsity jackets. I got one coming too. Um, Christ knows when I'm going to wear it going into summer. <laughs> now, just quickly, uh, I'll go through this stuff one more time. Don't forget, everyone that's watching right now, and of course, you listening to this on the podcast, D&D Celebration 2020. You can take part in it from home. Uh, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. A whole weekend full of gathering your own parties, getting online, joining for a weekend of play panels and celebrations as well. Um, two-hour adventures, perfect for levels one to four, new D&D, epic dungeon masters provided, the whole thing, everything that you need to know, and, of course, uh, Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frost Maiden. Uh, you'll be able to see that making its debut throughout, woven throughout the event as well. 7.30, Saturday night, that's September 19, Australian Eastern, D&D live game, I Speak Giant. Uh, Zach and Luke... What an absolute pleasure catching up with you guys. Um, Zach, as I mentioned, great to meet you for the first time. And Luke, it's always a pleasure, mate. So thank you very much for your time tonight. Appreciate it. Good to be here. Uh, Before Uh, I do let you... so much fun. Sorry, before I do let you go, uh, just tell everybody where they can come and catch up with your content on a weekly basis if they want to dive in. Um, Basically, just search I Speak Giant uh, on basically any platform. Uh, Our lovely, wonderful editor... Uh, Austin does his best to make sure we're on every possible thing. You can also just wear a, a website as well, ispeakgiant.com. We also do Friday night streams uh, on twitch.tv slash ispeakgiant. Rock and roll. Anything to add, Luke? Uh, no, that's it. Um, I will say if you jump on our website right now, um, we're not doing D&D for the next few weeks. Uh, we're doing some sponsored episodes with Chaosium for Call of Cthulhu, which is like 1920s horror. Uh, that's a very yeah. short run, but please check that out because that's really cool. Um, D&D game coming up at PAX D&D game coming up for D&D Live weekly backlog of D&D as well, lots of D&D check it out, check out PAX, hope to see you around beautiful, good on you guys thanks again and we'll catch up soon I'm sure thanks Thanks mate cheers, see you later oh that's it what a couple of bloody legends. Um, guys, uh, I've got to hand it over to Nico. He's coming up next, and he is ready to go with some great Wednesday night 2K content for you as well. Um, that's it for us. We will catch you across the podcast, of course. And, uh, yeah, as Dan said earlier, don't forget to save. Love yous. Thanks for hanging around. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. See you later. It's been fun. It's always wonderful. All of the good things. I'm padding now until this catches